Hey, I'm back. Rob Dukes. Put up your Dukes podcast. How are you? It's been a while. Um, I went on a hiatus from this. I had to. Uh, I moved. I reset up everything. I uh, have a whole new podcast room, but right now I'm doing it uh, from outside on my back porch. This is where I sit and I smoke cigars and I watch uh, hockey. And uh, um, So uh, the reason for the hiatus... Uh, got involved in a bunch of other things and had to kind of step away for a minute, um, but now I am back. I will be trying to give you one every week. Uh, <clears throat> let me go back. Last July, uh, we went on tour for five weeks. Uh, did an East Coast tour with Dead by Wednesday, um, band out of Connecticut. Um, we had a fucking blast. Played small clubs, you know, but people that were there to, to have some fun. Uh, we threw in, uh, some, uh, uh, Exodus songs from my era into the set kind of last minute kind of thing. We did it, you know, we played, uh, the ballad and we played, uh, I think we were doing like lesson of violence just to kind of, that was the first one we did to kind of see if we could even pull it off. And then, and the boys learned the ballad. So we fucking started throwing that one out there. Um, we had a blast and, and then after the tour, me and Mel had to bring the the tour the the uh, the RV back to Florida, and um, so I stopped by uh, Castle Bam where uh, Jesse Margera lives, and I recorded some music with him, which is uh, a band called Thoughts and Prayers. You can go out there. Um, I think it, the song is called Bridges We Burn. We'll put a link to it at the, somewhere on this. And uh, and me and Jesse are, are buddies. We're recording some more music. We wrote some originals, and uh, this are, these are was original songs. And uh, we're just going to keep plugging away, and me and him are, you know, just writing music. He's a great drummer and a, a, and a really great human being. I've been going to New York every every uh, like six to eight weeks and uh, playing with the boys. We're, we're uh, fine-tuning our music and, and getting a killer. We're getting set to go out on another tour, possibly, in September. So I got that coming up, and then I'm going to New York again to hang out with the boys. I did the bonfire with uh, Big J Okerson and Bobby Kelly and Dan Soder. Dan Soder left, so it's just Big J and Bobby Kelly now, Robert Kelly. Um, I did the bonfire. It was, it was fun. Me and my, me and Yules did it together. Um, and uh, done that, uh, I got um, a, a bunch of podcasts recorded. And I'm going to, like every week, I'm going to, some of them are going to be a little, uh, I'll tell you what, what I did. Tommy Blockia who uh, created Metalocalypse with Brendan Small. Me and Tommy sat down for a couple hours and had a really awesome conversation. And um, it was in December. It was right around Christmas. So I don't know what kind of weird Christmas references are going to be in it, but whatever. That one's going to come out soon. Um, but uh, also, I've been working with Jamie Josta, and I'm going to be doing my podcast live from the Milwaukee Metal Fest, uh, May 25th to the 28th, right? Tons of fucking killer bands, fucking Lamb of God, Anthrax, fucking Biohazards playing their first gig, first time in a decade, right? Um, which is awesome. I remember, I remember seeing Biohazard like with fucking Machine Head and Slayer in 95. It was one of my favorite shows. Divine Intervention had just come out. And I went down and uh, and um, 
at that point I had heard Biohazard, but it wasn't like a, a it wasn't a, really, they were under the radar for me. Um, but that day I became a fucking fan. I mean, they were fucking awesome. And, uh, that was the first time I'd saw Machine Head. It was right after Burn My Eyes had come out. Uh, Contos was still on drums. Uh, great, great fucking show. Um, anyway, Slayer was awesome. They opened with, with uh, Angel, or opened with, uh, uh, Rain and Blood. Do, do, do. That was fucking awesome. So Milwaukee Metal Fest. Um, the Thursday, the 24th, if you have a ticket or if you have tickets to the Milwaukee Metal Fest for any of the three days, on the Thursday b- night before, there's going to be like an, an all-star jam, like uh, Paul Bostaff, Kirk from Crowbar, uh, Dino from Fear Factory, Phil Demmel, Tim Ripper Owens, myself, Jamie Jossa. We're going to be playing a bunch of songs. Like We're going to be jamming, and Danny Diablo is going to be the DJ of the night. So um, I think there's going to be a meet and greet, right? There's a meet and greet, and um, I'm going to have some Generation Kill stuff, and there'll be some of my era Exodus stuff, and um, it's just uh, it's going to be a really cool weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with some really cool people and have. I I don't know if I'm going to do long form podcasts. They're not not live. I know they're going to be short, but I'm going to also do my long form. I'm going to grab a few people. And do some ones for so that I can uh, do, uh, you know, put out every week after I get back. Um, and until then, I'm going to just keep plugging away and trying to get back into the groove of doing a podcast. I apologize for, for I know I get tons of emails and people asking, when are you doing it again? And I apologize, man. It's just life kind of took a little bit of a right turn and, and I just kind of got overwhelmed with everything that was going on. But uh, I'm back. So um, here we go. So my first guest uh, connected with this podcast. So I'm going to do a bunch of a podcasts leading up to the Milwaukee Metal Fest with a bunch of people that are going to be there. Uh, my first guest is the, uh, everybody knows him because he plays in every band on the planet, uh, Mr. Phil Demmel. He, um, you know, exquisite, you know, exquisite human being. Great, great guy. I've known him for a long time. He's always been the, one of the coolest people ever to uh, hang out with and talk with. I hope you enjoy this, and uh, I'm back. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm actually, uh, just uh, a few minutes ago, I found out that um, the Pittsburgh Penguins were eliminated from the playoffs. Yes. uh, It it really made my day. (laughs) Actually, sorry about your flyers, man. I mean, they really, they shit the bed this year, but. Yeah. uh, You're going to do. Rangers are killing it. Rangers are killing it. Uh, but at least the Pittsburgh Penguins are out. That just yes. it warms my heart. We can agree on that, man. Fuck. <laughs> I, uh-huh. To be honest, man, I don't. We were out of it so early that it's just like I've got so much shit going on. Kids, business, music, everything. It's just like, all right, I don't have to worry about the Flyers this year. So I've just written <laughs> off the hockey scene. I know the Boston and it, it 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 really takes away like two months of my time last year. Like I didn't get shit done from like, you know, April to fucking June because right. we went to the Eastern conference finals. So I didn't get anything done. Yeah. You know, I um, get it. I get it. So when I first, when Jamie first hit me up about this, the Milwaukee metal fest, man, uh, May 25th, uh, I was stoked to that. You know, um, first off you guys are playing Friday. Yeah. Right. And, wow. uh, and then there's going to be like an all-star jam on Thursday to all the ticket holders. It's free um, with uh, with uh, yourself, myself, 
uh, Jamie Jossa, Dino from Fear Factory, Paul Bostaff, Ripper, fucking Kirk Weinstein from Crowbar, and yep. Danny Davolo being DJ. That's going to be fucking water party. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. It's so cool. Yeah. So uh, everyone knows I'm sitting here with Phil Demmel. Um, So how hard is it to play in um, in every band on the planet? Is that difficult to <laughs> do? I was leading up to, that's why I'm a couple minutes late. I'm tracking solos for this record and I've got this harmony and it's, it's really close and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm all warmed up. I don't want to put it down. I want to finish it. You know, it's just like, and it's just not coming to me. And there's a couple of notes that are a little weird and my wife's really got it. She's classically trained. So I want to, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm hitting some right now. So I'm going to check with her after. So I had to set it down, but really, so you don't, you don't use it. You don't ever uh, go with dissonance a little bit. On I purpose. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. But I, you know, I'm doing this record with uh, with Mike Orlando from Adrenaline Mob. Okay. And uh, John Bush is singing on it. Awesome. And, uh, and Jason Bender's playing drums. And Jack from Exodus is playing bass, man. So it's, it's, uh, it's a little more, you know, it's a little less heavy than I'm used to writing, you know, yeah. so I'm gonna, I, I don't want to grab all these evil notes that I'm used to doing. And I want to, Make sure that they're not too happy. And she's just my, you know, she's such a musical genius that I I lean on her for some, awesome. just some out of the box, get me out of my box and go, hey, try this, you know. So yeah. So your wife, your wife was in, she was in um, she was actually in a big band, right? Is she still in that band? Yeah. She play, she's a keyboard player, right? Keyboard player for bleeding through, yeah. Nah, you're bleeding through. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So they're so, doing gigs, they're back together, they're releasing new material and they're killing it, man. All right. Cool. Well, here's a fun fact about Phil Demmel that I learned today. Um, you, um, when you auditioned to be the singer of Sepultura, right? <laughs> did you did you not get the gig because they knew you were going to be playing in every other band on the planet and didn't have? Oh, dude, at that point, I wasn't playing in any bands. I was, I was, uh, I had kind of quit music. I was married with my first wife, just you know, fucking being young and dumb, and uh, actually. I had a, you know, I had a great job. I was in the union and was snowboarding and golfing and playing basketball three times a week. You know, I was just doing that and kind of stepped out of music. And so uh, that came up and uh, was, uh, was like, yeah, let me, cause I had done torque and I had, I had been singing and playing and was used to that. And uh, right. I think that they already had Derek and it was already a done deal, but poor voice is like, yeah, just, you know, and it was a good experience to get in a write lyrics over, one of their original songs and make up my own phrasing and go in and sing it. So it was, it was a good experience nonetheless. Dude, no shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's James, that's James Murphy recorded me. That's an incredible story. Has that ever been released? Did they ever say, Hey, well, I think it's on, I think it's on, uh, I think it's on YouTube somewhere. It's, it's ah. not good, man. It's, it's fun though. It's so, it's so mid nineties, you know? Right. So I think the tune changed a little bit too. Is that it was a song called "Choke" that was on that first record with Derek? Yeah, with Derek. Yeah. So uh, what? Um, go ahead. Anyway, how how uh, how challenging is it to step into an established band? I mean, let, for, let me ask you this first: Do you play your guitar every day? Are you are you a guy that still loves the guitar so much that you play every day, just sitting around, or do you? <laughs> Yeah. I do. I've got the guitars in most of the rooms of the house. Right. And it's, it's, 
you know, I think that taking on these gigs has really pushed me guitar playing wise. You know, there was a, a time in my previous band where I probably did get complacent and was, you know, kind of punching the clock and just kind of, you know, not playing as well as I should. Right. Not really caring either, you know, and that huh. the complacency was really um, just due to the environment and and everything. So I think that leaving that environment uh, really kicked me in my butt playing wise. Nice. And, you know, I mean, you go from the day that I quit Machine Head, the next day I'm, I've got a call from Slayer, you know, and I've got to learn these songs. And so from that, ever since that minute happened, I have been learning tunes and, you know, and it's, it's really pushed me as a player because all these bands, like I've, I've learned Devin Townsend set, I've learned a Testament set, I've learned, um, metal allegiance plays you know the lamb of god stuff and the slayer stuff so everybody uses their own languages and tunings you know so it's it's uh it's really educational yeah it's yeah i mean it's an enormous challenge and i I mean i don't know any you're the only guy i know who really has accepted that most people are you know i mean they just want to be in their world and do what they do and you know being challenged like i mean yeah i remember I remember when you filled in for Slayer, uh, for Gary when it with Slayer, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like that's a that's a that's a pretty enormous feat for to." I mean, you only had like a week, right? I had it was probably like three or four days, but three I was ready. I was ready because I thought I was going to be playing in two, so I was ready. I could have been ready to go on in a couple, but those but it was like four days. Wow, four yeah. days, and that's you're talking you're talking Gary Holt, and you know. I'm, <laughs> as well as anybody you know yeah filling the the godfather of thrash the you yeah. know father of all of us east bay guys and anybody yeah. who plays heavy music owes a lot to that man you know and stepping yeah. up stepping into slayer which is my favorite band they're the music the reason why i was playing heavy music and playing you know i i bought show no mercy when it came out i saw them their first time in berkeley they ever played out of the bay area wearing the spandex and the makeup you know when exodus told them to take it off i was yeah. at that show and being with the band on the 30th and 35th anniversary of that album being released was like this unreal world that i was in at that point it was so surreal that you know I feel really, you know, blessed is so overused, but I mean, it's, it couldn't be more apropos in this situation. Like, man, thank you, Gary and, and Carrie and Tom and everybody believe yeah. in me. Cause that really set me in this direction. Have you ever been in the middle of a song and just forgot where you were? Is that, and just like totally <laughs> fucked it up? Like uh, went doing like a fill-in gig? No, no not, not with these because I'm pretty, I immerse myself in the, in the tunes to know right. so well that it's just, you know, I, there's violent songs that I don't know as well as I know the Lamb of God tunes or, you know, <laughs> I, I fuck up my own songs more than I fuck up anybody else's. You know what I mean? Um, I still have a fucking cheat sheet for my own lyrics that I wrote. You know yeah. I mean? That's hard. Lyrics are hard, man. Lyrics are like different. Yeah. And I, <sighs> You know, the with the with the, the prompters and everything, people give people a bad time. It's like it's I get it, man. I get it with the words and, and everything is it's it's different. But when it when you're dealing with with this and muscle memory where 
I played through the lamb set today because I hadn't in a while and I'm going to play some shows with them in a couple of weeks. And um, oh, shit. I, I was like, Oh, I don't know what's next. Let's just see what happens, you know, and your, your hands just go, Oh yeah, this is where we go at this point. And it's amazing how that it all works. The mechanics of it all. Yeah. I used to, I used to yell at Gary, like, what's the first word of the first song? Yeah. And he would go, I don't fucking know. And he would run away from me. He would just, <laughs> but I'd be panicking in my head. And then I remember once it, it right at the last second and went, Oh, I know what it is. And then I just got into it. But yeah, it's crazy. Talk about, yeah. And then you got all the fans there, you know, screaming it with you. And, and they know, dude, they know when you fuck up Stick the mic once up. in a while, there's like a few people in the, in the front. They know, but, uh, in Houston, uh, playing in Houston with violence at the Hills and Heroes Festival. Uh, we're playing World in the World. The guy, the song that we played every show and, you know, every time that we've ever been together and Sean is just like lost. He's singing through my solo and like forgetting <laughs> to play. And it's just like, you motherfucker, man. This song, this is the one you fuck up. You yeah, know, I, I, I we all up. fuck up on stage. I'm not saying that he's the only one. We all do that, but. Oh man, I dude, I was singing Blacklist and fucking fucked up the, the chorus. I mean, <laughs> and like, and I was, I was laughing at myself. I'm like, dude, really? That's the song you fucked up? Song. You can get through all these other crazy ones? The simple fucking chugger? That's the one you fuck up? Yeah. Right. Um, dude, so I'll have to tell you, man, I, I like you, when I was a kid, uh, Randy Rhodes was my favorite. I remember it took me a month to learn D. Um, oh, the right And right. Uh, I can still play it to this day when people hand me a guitar. And oh, I, I don't play a lot. I don't play a lot, but when I do play, I always fucking play. And they're always, ah. And I, I know uh, you love Randy. And, and uh, I know we always have that in common. Here's my little oh, shit. yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and uh, I, I love the, you know, every time I see a picture of you, you still got the dotted V. You know yeah, I mean? it's right here, so, man. It's yeah. right here in the boat. Wait. Uh, yeah. uh, there he goes. There you go, dude. Yeah. And uh we've actually never we've actually never been on the same show ever. Uh Machine Head and Exodus never crossed paths in, in all those years. Okay. In the, in the decade. And uh, but I used to run down and and uh and see you guys whenever I could. Um yeah. and, uh, I, I remember hanging out with you guys during the recording of the Blackening. Oh, yeah, at the Green Day, the Green Day place. That was the Locust. Oh, the Locust. All right, it was your next record. All right, the Locust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blackening was at uh, uh, Shark Bite, where we did Ashes. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I was a, I was a, a, I've always been a huge fan of yours, man, and I'm stoked that we're gonna get to jam for the first time on Thursday. I don't know what songs you're doing. So I figure I don't know if both staffs playing that song with me or not, or but whatever, man. We'll cross it's gonna be fun, there. man. It's gonna be fun. I do a I do a lot of these these uh, jammy things, and uh, I, I just kind of leave it up to what hey, whatever songs you guys want to play, let me know what it is. But give me some, you know. Yeah, some, I, I know what songs I'm doing. I don't want to. I I don't know how much of a secret it is. I don't want to divulge what we're playing, yeah. but. Um, but it's a weird dichotomy. I'm I'm doing. I got asked to play in this Jeff Beck, like jam tribute night here, and it's with Stu Ham and this guy Eric Barnett. And so going from that, I'll go directly to Milwaukee Metal Fest. And oh, jam, no shit! You know, with all the legendary, you know, you guys and Josta and Kirk and and Ripper and you know, yeah. it's. It's my world is like is is expanded in this sense of uh, I've done a couple of uh, 
found a clinics in Portland with, with, uh, some blues guys, Larry Mitchell and, and, um, uh, like this guy, Eric Barnett playing some satch covers. And it's just really, it's really cool to get the callbacks from the guys that had such a good time and, and such a, such a bro down that they want you to get yeah. you know, yeah, I've, I've, I've never made it to a metal Legion show. Every time there was one where I was at, either if I was in New York or if I was in Arizona or California, whenever I, you guys played, I just happened to miss it. And, you know, okay. uh, you know, you know, I talk with Mark all the time. I just, uh, but one day I was hoping that I'd be able to jump on stage. And I was like, I'll get up there with these boys and play some shit. But Exodus is one of those bands that not a lot of bands cover because it's, most of it's really complicated. Yeah, it's hard. Those songs are yeah. hard, man. Yeah, there's there's tunes that are just, you just can't bust out. Uh, like, you know, Strike of the Beast or, you know. <laughs> yeah, we got our jam on that, you know. Yeah. We've got a cover band of my, all my high school buddies. And uh, we we play mostly easier stuff, Bon Jovi and ACDC and Journey and shit, you know. But it's but we'll play Seek and Destroy or you know Walk. Yeah. Or There's a couple of every band has that kind of easy one. But what's the easy Exodus tune? You know, the, I think the easy Brain Dead, Brain Dead, or or uh, even Bonded's a fucker. I I had a yeah. Asked me to, oh, we, we know Bonded, come up and sing it. And I got up there and I'm like, yeah, you guys are playing it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking this up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Well, listen. So, I think either Thursday or Friday, I'd like to actually uh, sit down and do an actual in-depth uh, podcast yeah. with you uh, sure, for uh, and um, get a little more deep and and uh, instead of surface and stuff. And yeah. uh, I got a ton, I got a ton more questions to ask in. And oh, good, always good to talk to you, buddy. Good, man. You know, I, I hope I get to jam with you at this metal fest. And uh, thank you, man, for doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for chatting, man. I'll see you there.